Euthanasia has only been legal in New Zealand for just under three months now, but already there are some red flags being raised as to how this law is going to work in the long term. Let's check it out. So over the summer break, a pro-life anti-euthanasia group, Defend NZ, got some official information at requests back from the Ministry of Health. Uh, and they put a simple question to the Ministry of Health. They said this, could a patient who is severely hospitalised with COVID-19 potentially be eligible for assisted suicide or euthanasia under the Act if a health practitioner viewed their prognosis as less than six months? Now, this question is a fair question because, in fact, uh, there was an example out of Canada where a woman in a retirement home didn't want to go through another lockdown. She feared the isolation and so she requested euthanasia. I mean, that shows that their regulations are looser than New Zealand's, but th that is the concern about the mental well-being and the health well-being of COVID on people. But also there have been studies like, for example, in The Lancet, which showed that, that uh, people from their first symptoms until death from COVID could be up to 19 days. Uh, there's an article here on what it's like to die from COVID-19 and it says the majority of terminally ill COVID-19 patients typically spend the last days or weeks isolated to keep the virus from spreading. Uh, and there have also been uh, articles in the Journal of Pain and System Management, a study from King's College in London, the challenges of caring for people dying from COVID-19. So what was the answer from the Ministry of Health to this simple question? And of course, there's the, there's the requirements to qualify for euthanasia in New Zealand. Suffer from a terminal illness likely to end your life within six months, which could be COVID. Advanced state of irreversible decline, experiencing unbearable suffering and competent to make the decision. And the Ministry of Health said, eligibility is determined on a case-by-case -case basis, therefore they can't make definitive statements about who is eligible. But in some circumstances, a person with COVID-19 may be eligible for assisted dying. And so Defend NZ simply put out the media release. Ministry of Health says Kiwis with COVID-19 can be eligible for euthanasia. That seems pretty factual. If they meet the criteria and understanding the, uh, the terminal nature of COVID for some patients and how long it can take, they could be eligible for euthanasia. Well, this immediately sent the fact checkers and the media into overdrive and they released this uh, fact check on NewsHub, which was done by Reuters and published by NewsHub. Fake news articles claiming New Zealand government approved euthanasia for COVID patients circulate on social media. And they quote the Ministry of Health saying there is no truth to claims that a law has been passed to specifically allow doctors to decide whether to euthanize COVID-19 patients. Now the problem with that is that that is fake news because nowhere in the examples does anyone say that the law was passed specifically for COVID patients. The law has been planned and lobbied for way before COVID was even thought of. So that is actually the fake news. Uh, but then they go on to say a senior media advisor for the health ministry told Reuters it was not accurate for social media posts to suggest the legislation was Specifically, there's that troublesome word again that they've introduced to uh, euthanize COVID-19 patients. There is no truth to this claim. Well, the claim's not even there. The advisor repeated the same statement published by Defend NZ, ironically, who they disagree with, uh, which said, 
Eligibility is determined on a case-by-case basis, therefore the Ministry cannot make definitive statements about who is eligible. In some circumstances, a person with COVID-19 may be eligible for assisted dying, which is exactly what the media release said. And so their fact check, verdict, missing context, representatives for the Ministry of Health say that uh, New Zealand has not approved euthanasia for COVID-19 patients if doctors decide the patient is unlikely to survive, but say in some circumstances a person with COVID-19 may be eligible for assisted dying. Oops, spectacular own goal by the Ministry of Health who would actually admit what they're trying to rebut. Uh, spectacular own goal by the fact checkers by Reuters by News Hub. Now, the other thing that happened uh, just recently was that the New Zealand Herald uh, talked about how many people have died from euthanasia, sort of an update. Look, the law's only been in place just over two and a half months. Uh, but what they found were these stats that um, there were 73 applications. This is just in a very short time frame. 30 were deemed eligible, fewer than 20 deaths. Uh, and look at that, just 129 doctors who have signed up to participate because they want nothing to do with it. So it's actually been a very low uptake in the early stages of the euthanasia law, which is a good thing. But one of the concerns in the article was that Dr. John Kleinsman, who's a bioethicist at the Nathaniel Centre, said he was concerned to hear that one patient's application had been approved in days. He said it happened so quickly without time to address what might have been deeper underlying concerns, which is what palliative care is all about. Now, this is one of the concerns we raised during the referendum, was that you could uh, get euthanasia very quickly and you don't need to tell family members. So your family member could go away for a week and by the time they got back, you have been euthanized without their knowledge. Now, that was pushed back by the media and so they put out this article, euthanasia referendum, could terminal patients really be dead by the weekend? You know, do we need a cooling off period? Uh, and... What they said was that the Justice and Health Ministries confirmed that in a hospital setting, the minimum time between a person requested assisted dying, going through the various checks and dying under the New Zealand law would be an estimated four days. Oh, well, whoops, there we are. Maybe it is that quick. If they were at home, it would be an estimated 15 days. Not quite sure why. However, the ministry said this assumed all parties were available, there were no objections and no concerns about competency. As a result, the estimated time frames were likely to be much longer. The ministry said, in practice, the process could take months. Dream on. You've got a terminal patient with unbearable suffering and you're saying that the paperwork's going to take months. That's not the case. They will do it as quickly as possible. And what we've found out is actually the concern that it could happen by the weekend uh, and without family even being aware is completely possible. That's the slippery slope that we've been warning about and already we're seeing that it's, it's applying to conditions that maybe we didn't think about like COVID and it's also happening very fast and perhaps people are making rushed decisions. You know, New Zealand can live without euthanasia and vulnerable people can live without euthanasia. And I've actually just published on our website under Family Matters. Go to familyfirst.nz. I've just done an interview with a palliative care expert from Victoria and Australia who gives a lot of insight into the experience of euthanasia in Australia. It's, it's pretty sobering watching, but it's well worth checking out. That's on familyfirst.nz.
We need to keep an eye on this euthanasia law because we can live without it. 